Welcome to the Becoming You podcast. I'm your host, Megan, a mindset coach passionate about helping you feel empowered to be your most authentic and confident self. In these episodes, you can expect to find raw and honest solo conversations, practical tips, inspiring interviews and insights that will cover topics like self-awareness, self-development, anxiety, health, and so much more. If you're ready to take back ownership of your life and feel confident to step into who you truly are, then this podcast is for you. So let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Becoming You podcast. I am pretty excited about today's episode, um, not only because of the topic, I mean, overwhelm is something that I am very familiar with <laughs> and I've experienced a lot of in my life, um, but also because of what I'm going to announce at the end of this episode, which is something I've been working on for a while and I'm so excited to bring it to you. So stay tuned for that. So let's jump into a little bit more around overwhelm. So I've been feeling this for a few months now. I mean, I've always experienced like levels of stress and anxiety. And, you know, there's been times in my life where I have taken stress leave off work. You know, I've taken time away because I just couldn't deal with life. Um, And that's gotten easier over the years, but I still experience these phases, these episodes in my life where it just feels like everything's too much. And, you know, over the past five months, especially, I left a relationship, I've moved house, I live alone, I'm a single dog mum now, I am working and I also am trying to build my coaching business, I run this podcast, I'm creating content, oh, there's so many things, right? And it sometimes feels like it's just too much. Like, I just don't know what to do. Um, And I get in this procrastination mode. I freeze. I just don't do anything. And I know if you listen to this, you can relate. Um, We all have stresses in our lives. We all have things we find overwhelming. And there are always going to be moments, you know, maybe phases where things feel too much. um, And we overextend ourselves. And we just don't know what to do for the best. And, you know, there's the micro environment. So there's the overwhelm that exists within our like families and our our lives. You know, maybe if you've got kids, um, if you're trying to keep up doing your hobbies, if you are building a business like me, like there's our micro environment, the things that happen in our day-to-day life. And then there's also like the macro environment. So the overwhelm of the world, right? And the world has been or has felt really overwhelming and uncertain for a while now. And you can feel that collective energy. I definitely have been able to over the past couple of years. And we do get caught up in what's happening outside of ourselves. You know, the drama, the news, um, the rising cost of living, our finances, you know, all these things that are going on. When you add it all together, sometimes it feels like it's fucking too heavy and we can't get through it. But we can, right? I'm here to tell you that we can get through it. And it's all about how you can shift your perspective, how you can shift your focus, and really come back to prioritizing what's important to you. And so I wanted to share three tips with you today just to help you move through some overwhelm and overthinking when it comes up for you. And the first tip is to breathe. (laughs) And that sounds way too simple. And it's like, okay, sure. 
But this is a technique um, that I've used again and again, especially for my social anxiety. When I'm going to do something and, you know, I'm like, I'm sweating, I've got um, the shakes, uh, my heart's racing. I just have all the thoughts about how the situation is going to go. I use this breathing technique because it helps calm me down. So you inhale for four counts, you hold it for six counts and you exhale for eight counts. And you repeat this four times. Now, it sounds so simple and yet we just don't do it. And I, and I am also guilty of this. We think that we can think our way out of the overwhelm or the anxiety. So in the moment of being super stressed, feeling like there's so many things going on in our head um, and we get sort of stuck, we think we'll think different thoughts to get rid of it. And this is a problem. The stress is actually existing in your body. It is not really existing in your mind. And so when it comes to this kind of situation, you can't think your way out of it. And this is why the breathing technique is so powerful. It moves you away from short, shallow breaths, like in your chest, towards long, full belly breaths. Because there is kind of a right and wrong way to breathe. And I got taught that I was breathing wrong maybe about like four years ago by a physio, I think it was, when I went to see him and I was trying to do some jogging and my back was giving me like some pain. And he told me I was breathing wrong, uh, which I laughed at because I was like, um, but I'm, I'm alive. Um, but it turns out when we're breathing from our chest at short and shallow, we're actually most likely in the fight, flight and freeze response. And that is not helping our body at all. So when we do this technique, we're switching off the sympathetic nervous system and activating the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest state, which tells us we're safe, we're all good, like it's okay. And this slows your heart rate, it relaxes your muscles, it reduces your blood pressure. It's a, an amazing thing to do, I highly recommend. And this just gives you a moment to really move away from those unmanageable thoughts and just come back to the breath and connect with your body so that you can then reapproach this situation, this, this problem, this issue in a more calm and regulated manner. And it might not work for you the first time. It might take a few times to really like let go and get into that. But it's such a powerful tool to use to help you reset and give you that moment of calm. The second thing, the second tip is list writing. Now maybe you're maybe you are a like to-do list kind of person and you're all up in this and if you are amazing, I love that for you. But the list writing is really an exercise in getting everything that is on your brain that you are stressed about that you need to do out onto a page. Not only that, but it's to dissect it and to split out things that you can control and things that you can't control. This is so fucking important. We spend so much of our time thinking and worrying and stressing about things that are outside of our control, whether it's about people's opinions or judgment or other things that other people are doing or things that may or may not happen in the future. Hello, catastrophizing. Um, we spend so much energy on it, right? And we actually have control over that. It's just, it's just been our norm. So we don't know that we're even really doing that. So this exercise helps us come back to that, become aware and really separate the two. So 
when you've written down the list of things that are going on in your head, you write change next to the things that you have control over and you write accept next to the things that you can't control. This might be hard. <laughs> you might feel like you want to control it or you want to have the, the you know, you want to be able to change it, but you can't, right? But it's really good to separate the two. And for the things that you write change next to, because they're within your control, you write a couple of actions that you can actually take to move forward. This is not about like boiling the ocean or doing everything in one day because that just creates more overwhelm. This is really about honing in on the things that you have to get done or you get to do, should I say, reframe, um, and how you can actually do that. So, you know, maybe you've got a work project that needs to happen and you've been putting it off. What are the first two steps you just need to take? Because any small step that we take, any action we take is a step forward and it's what we're looking for. We're not looking for changing everything in the day because that just is unrealistic. We are human and we have to set priorities for ourselves. We often procrastinate when we're feeling overwhelmed and we get in this cycle. You know, I'm too overwhelmed. There's just too much going on. I can't function and nothing happens. And then we feel bad because nothing's happened. And then we feel overwhelmed and the cycle continues. And I've have been there so many times. It's so difficult to get out of. So this is a really good exercise I like to do to get all the shit that's in my head out on a page and start to realize what I can and can't control and learn to let go of those things that I can't. I encourage you to try this. It will be so uncomfortable, but it can be really helpful. The third tip is around managing expectations and learning to say no. <laughs> if you recoiled in horror at me saying you need to learn to say no, I'm sorry. And I, I see you. Like a lot of us just want to help other people. We often overextend ourselves and then we feel exhausted and resentful and we feel taken advantage of and we just don't feel good, right? And I know why you want to help other people, right? Like I, I get it and I've also been there and this is a really hard thing to move through. But when you get into this overwhelm and this state of stress because you are overextending yourself, you're actually not helping anybody, right? Not yourself or the other people. Because even though it's admirable that you want to be there for everybody and, you know, help everybody, when you're in this state of stress, you're not doing as much as you think you are. So you're actually not serving people better at all. It's actually a hindrance more than a help. And yes, it's hard to say no. We feel selfish. We feel like we're going to be judged. We feel like we're bad people. But it's necessary. It is necessary to prioritize yourself. And if you can't, outright say no to somebody like if the thought of that is too much and someone asks you to maybe do something do you want to hang out or can you do this work task whatever you can say let me think about it or can I get back to you right instead of like a straight no even if you might feel the answer is definitely no if you are uncomfortable saying it you can use those phrases to give yourself some breathing space to just sit with it because you don't owe anyone an immediate response to anything, right? Unless it's life and death, you don't owe anyone a response immediately. 
You are allowed to take time to think about what's right for you, to make a decision, to, you know, mull it over, to think how you want to word it, whatever. You are entitled to that. And so often we think in the moment when we receive a message or somebody asks us in person, oh, we've got to answer. And we usually answer yes, because that's our automatic response. And we usually regret it later. So taking that moment and that pause to say, let me think about it, or can I get back to you, is really helpful. And if it's something that you, you know, maybe you want to do it or you have to say yes, then be clear in your boundaries. You know, we offer to help and we offer to do things and then we sort of get wrapped up in the overthinking about what that means about how we're going to spend our time. For example, let's say you're helping your friend move house or they ask you to help them move house and you're like, yep. And then the overthinking of it is, oh my God, how long am I going to be there? I've got other commitments. You know, this is going to be too stressful. (laughs) I'm speaking from experience. Um, So what you can do in those situations is be like, yes, I can help you on Saturday morning for three hours. So you are saying yes, you are helping, but you're also setting a clear boundary and expectation with that person so that you don't have that overwhelm, right? So you're not stressing about what's going to happen later in the day because you've already set it up. You've been very clear and that can be uncomfortable but it's very helpful. And this is the thing, life isn't gonna slow down. There will always be things that require your attention, your focus, things that you need to do. That is the beauty of this life. But you can either live in overwhelm, feeling uh, miserable and exhausted, or you can stop, take a breath, get some perspective and realize what you are in control of and what you need to let go of so that you can experience this life in a more joyous way. And this is why I'm so excited to announce my program. So this is a 30 day challenge. It's called Clarity Queen and it's gonna help you stop stressing, say goodbye to overwhelm so that you can start living your best life. I'm gonna be deep diving into what's triggering you, provide you with the tools and resources that I have gathered through my years of experiencing overwhelm that have really helped me and also help you work through some of the beliefs that are keeping you stuck in the cycle of overwhelm. So we often know why we're feeling overwhelmed. We're like, oh, I just keep overextending myself or I keep saying yes or I can't say no or my boundaries, this and that. But we often don't know the belief that is leading us to even do this in the first place. And this is such a key part of being able to manage our overwhelm and stress is realize why we're doing the things that we do. So we dive into all of that, loosening the grip of these beliefs and reprogramming them for you so that you can show up for yourself in a healthier way. There's going to be live calls. It's going to be a group, a beautiful group community. Um, It's going to have a group chat in Voxer so that we can all support each other. One of the things that I think is so important is knowing that you're not alone, right? Like we all have stress and overwhelm and the different things going on in our lives. And just to be part of a beautiful community who are supportive and who are going through the same thing. I just love the idea of that. So you're going to have that. And also um, the bonus is you get five days of Voxer support with me after the final call to go over anything that's like still coming up for you or you can't seem to move through. We do a little bit of one-to-one coaching, which is my favorite thing. 
This is my most valuable and affordable program I've ever done. It is $99 uh, and we start on the 31st of May. So if this is like a fuck yes for you, you can just head to the link in my show notes to join. If you want a little bit more information, you want to ask me some questions, send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And I can't wait to see you in there. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would share it on your Instagram and tag me at Megan underscore. Till next time, my loves.